0: Niggas pour our money fast on the top. Almost now. as
1: good as Yeah. Just yeah. oh, yeah. me and my, my niggas. niggas. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. What up, though? What up? what up? What the
0: fuck's the RT. Yeah. That was a nice song. Yeah. What was that? Uh, shit. That was, uh, Aunt P featuring my nigga RT. My niggas. Produced by Illuminati G and uh, Hunter Andretti. Oh man, I must have missed that. <laughs> it's been sitting in the vault for a minute, man. Who is this Illuminati this. nigga? The no, Illuminati nigga, this is nigga with the juice fur right over here next to us and shit, man.
2: Call nigga, a juice <laughs> fur. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> 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 you got, uh, I'm on my rabbi stage. <laughs> oh man. You but, uh, like Corey. Uh, from, uh,
1: Different uh, Say About The Bill. Yeah, I
2: can't think of a nigga name Corey. What was the name of the show?
1: Uh... Corey, I forgot. Damn. But while I got this from, I'm imparting wisdom to niggas. Any chance? It's <laughs> like you just walking up on niggas yeah. and shit. Like, let Excuse me tell you something, bro. Me. And then Excuse leave me. you like shalom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that shit means. Excuse but, me. But uh, there's something about you I felt.
0: That was a a track I released, man. Uh, le- well, shit, on my birthday actually. Um, caught. Related. Appreciate birthday. it. Appreciate it. Uh, called my niggas, man. You know I'm gonna say it again. My niggas feature my nigga RT. Uh, my nigga RT. Uh, he part of the walk fashion show. Nigga rap too. So uh, how yeah. old are you now? Eh? Thirty two. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> shit. Ah, but, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, produced by my na- produced by you and Hunter Andretti. Um, do- doing like a biweekly series called the Hard Drive Chronicles. So I'm just about to release a lot of shit that I had stored. You know, what I'm saying my hard drive to clean that shit out. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. kind of start, kind of start fresh with the um, working on the album and shit like that. <laughs> But um That and
1: Welcome to What the fuck, the fuck did it, I miss episode 3 That's episode 3 now That's
0: episode 3 Swear Swear Yeah It's
1: And your boy Illuminati G Uh
2: what up though It's
0: Jay Johnson Yeah Jay Johnson Jay Johnson Jay Johnson is What the fuck did I miss yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is So <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's, that's exactly What it is at this point <laughs> But um Man so uh What's been going on With y'all niggas man
1: Um Pretty profitable weekend and well week in the studio. Uh, um yeah, yeah I'm, so I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm happy you got
0: gonna Yeah, niggas been making some money, man. So it, it, money. it feels it feels good. <laughs> shit.
2: Likewise, man, this was uh Black History Month did me well in the studio. Yeah. Oh we, yeah. You know, we out here making moves. Oh yeah, man. So uh yeah making moves with thugs, <laughs>
0: thugs <laughs> <laughs> We about to uh you know we on episode three, man. You know, we about to start getting it going with the guests and shit in a minute, man. So uh I got a, I got a couple in the chamber. I'm pretty sure you got a couple in the chamber, too, G. Yes, I do. Yeah, man. we'll talk about that shit after the show. But uh, yeah, G. I kind of want to start. I I, I want to start the show off a little bit, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of want to start the show off with this shit, man. You know, what I'm saying this, this is from your favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on I don't know if you heard this shit, man. I'm about to play it right now. Mm-mm. Uh, my nigga did a freestyle for all the top U.S. brands.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I did hear that. <laughs> yeah. Shit,
0: yeah. <laughs> my nigga g man favorite rap i'm taking my headphones
1: off google me i'm well known in the big apple at&t reach out and touch you i'll get at you making ms like mcdonald's I'm a hustler, too, so I got to flip that over and get the W. You subbing on Instagram. One day, you're going to speak direct instead of the
0: subway. What's up,
1: Redder, <laughs> sipping Gatorade. Brand new polo. It was red, white, and blue like the Pepsi not logo. Laughing. Thieves obey their thirst like Sprite. So no, I got is the hammer. I was it's gambling not, uh, in Las Vegas at painful. the Tropicana. <laughs> they fall like dominoes when I pop those
2: shells. I'm universal. My name rings.
0: Taco Bells. <laughs>
2: Coca-Cola,
1: UPS. Your stars feel better Netflix and chill for you be like I'm next. in a corn maze. <laughs> Listen, dog. last <laughs> <laughs> <likes the> long <laughs> time. can this rhyme, dog. It's <laughs> a marathon. I got it for the low life. Who asked him to, to rap the this. <laughs> 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 was on, he was, up, he was <laughs> looking at a chalkboard. He studied he that shit. and going one by one. <laughs> no, he studied that
2: <laughs> shit. He walked by that chalkboard every day for a year. Like, you know
1: what? One day I'm going to come back and rap this shit. No way in the world he didn't decide. points to the poster. Like, you know what? Hey,
2: pap can rhyme,
1: dog. That's not disputing that. What we're disputing is.
2: Why the fuck did you do
1: that? Even entertaining to listen to at this point. Yeah, it
2: got lost.
1: Niggas was uh, it got.
2: I, I it came across my timeline. I came across it on uh World Starlight. Did you look
1: for it? Did you come across? It It came across. I came. I came across, I came across, across that shit. I'm not did even. Look, for a, did you look for it? Did you come across? I it I came across of it on That's Facebook. Because one of y'all said "papoose" out loud in the algorithm. <laughs> 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 like it, it came
0: across my timeline. And I'm like, you know what? I got stuff for GS tomorrow. So I posted that shit like G favorite rap. You know rapper. what's funny?
1: What it up? came across mine too, but I didn't have that urge to click on it. I saw it and I kept scrolling. Like, hey, man, I like rap. I like rap, man. <laughs> no, was... I
2: like rhymes.
1: No, I, got, it... I got a rap for you, okay? After the show, I spit as many as you want there. <laughs> Nothing like that, right? <laughs>
0: Goddamn. Speaking of rap, man, where do you, you want to take this shit first? You want to talk about Kanye situation or? Yeah,
1: because that's kind of, um, let's do, yeah. Kanye will be the 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 bad side of the grass, and then we'll look over at the new side. We'll Excuse me, with Donald Glover. You yeah. said he the
2: bad side of the grass? Yeah, you know, the what grass green on the other side. I know, but what the, I don't know. How do well, I know
1: Kanye, that? Uh, they recently, uh, EMI Publishing recently, um, Kanye sued him. I don't know, I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago where he wanted to buy his masters back from the first three albums. And they, would, they told him how much it was, but they wouldn't let him buy it back after he got the money for it. So basically, and the contractors came out in court saying that Kanye has to be, Full time working, writing, producing, recording songs as his main occupation until he dies. He can't go on no hiatus. He just had to work and work and work until basically.
2: What considered what's considered a hiatus?
1: He can't go missing for months at a time or have those little quote unquote breaks, right? But that's against his contract. So I'm pretty sure it's like legal terms is discussed when if he goes for too long or if he if they can't reach him, quote unquote. That's like.
2: I don't know what that shit means. I know what it means. Basically,
1: it's like, nigga, you can't stop working. I don't care if you're 45, you should be in the in the studio talking but about album coming to, soon.
2: Who is to say I stopped? What if this is my creative process? I'm,
1: that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure they got a, like, t- so a time limit somewhere in there.
2: If I drop an album every three years, if I don't put out music in three years, like no,
1: it's, I think it's a, it's a um, it's really a it comes down to it's are like you an active? unenforceable contract? No, it's probably forcible. Like, it's how probably do you prove it? Because there's probably other language in there that hasn't come out yet. That's just excerpts that came that we got to see because of the you know the case they're going through as being public. that Before the, the contract was redacted, it was a lot of black markers to it. But as they go through it, they're undoing the black markers. Like you got to come side.
2: to this spe- specific studio and work between this specific... Well, no, not where... like
1: that. But it's more like we need to see you always working. Like when, when the A&Rs or when the CEOs hit you up and we're like, what you got... We need to hear some new shit from you. Like we need to hear something new and stuff. I'm of, stuck
2: on one B. I can't perfect it yet. But dog, when did he sign that? Like how do you you don't know? What I'm I saying?
1: mean, that's 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 the reality of case. And you know what? You and know, it's crazy
2: too. I'm, it's art. Like I'm, and it's crazy too.
0: Like kind of, like, like I just There's a couple things I wanna know. Like, when the fuck did he sign that deal?
1: That was his original deal. Oh And it's supposed to be after seven years, you supposed to
0: Yeah, the California law, you know yeah, what you're man?
1: supposed to be able to get free from your contract. The mm-hmm.
0: original deal with who?
1: They're in to deal with EM he's in a deal, deal with EMI and Def Jam. So, so not
2: the Rockefeller deal.
1: Well, that is Def Jam.
2: Well, because I know he signed because he went straight with Rock. I mean, he went straight with Def Jam after a while.
1: Well, he act, no he actually he's still no he's is still he... on the Rockefeller, but he's the only artist on Rockefeller. Like he has to fulfill his contract on the Ro- Rockefeller is still a label. It's just not owned by Jay Z and Dame no more. So he has to fulfill his last. Well, I don't know if he had on his last or if this is <clears throat> he already did his last. But he has to fulfill them contract obligations with them. And what they're saying is. We own this shit forever, and you can't stop recording. He's saying, well, after seven years, I should be able to buy my masters back and fuck that contract, basically. Yeah,
0: and like another thing, too, they're trying to actually take that shit to the federal court. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get it out of California and take it to the federal,
2: so they really like How do you to, tell somebody they have to work forever? That's like, some crazy shit. How, how is that enforceable? That's some crazy shit. Like, I don't shit. give a fuck what you write in the contract. If it's not a, a enforceable thing, that shit is
1: void. Well- I, not really
2: you can't i can't you can't write a contract say my wife gonna suck my dick every day for 42 days for 42 well, days in a row when it comes and to because the, i signed it that don't mean that i can enforce that
1: it, other that's what i'm saying other language hasn't come out in the contract though that's the funny thing about contracts is like literally the language of that shit like how is it written uh you know what was like is it saying something like uh are we taxing your net or are we taxing your gross it's just always little small things in there that I Guess pertain to how they enforce it, so they might say every six months they want 18 songs new, timestamp like from the pro, to right from the studio where you recorded them. That we can go there and look and see when you did it. And it's
2: like, all right, well, now that I got say 18 songs every six months, who says what the quality of those songs now?
1: Well, that's always been kind of the clash between record label and artist because I've been that bit artist is like, yo. I, I think this Beat song one. is the hit, and then the dude in the suit is like, yeah, we like that, but we like this better. And then that's where the artists and the label always clash. Like, they don't believe in what I believe in. We're not
2: putting it out, but, like, for the contract-wise. So you say I got to produce. I can't never stop making music, right? So I'm going to go to Hawaii for three months. I'm going to come back with 18 songs of me beating on my chest and be like, here.
1: You was actively making music.
2: There we go, fam.
1: But that, that, at the same time That shit
0: crazy it, it, it's, it's like I've never heard of a contract like that you still on You're still, on, you're a still
1: on a budget like that though Cause you gotta remember Like when you're flying out For three months To make the heartbeat music You still gotta pay everybody That you had Making your heartbeat music So even if you didn't put Get it solo Even if you didn't put The, the album out You still pay money To have to do all this This net that And some way Somehow Either you gotta recoup Or the label gotta recoup That from somewhere so, I
2: guess what that part is just like it's almost unenforceable because trap. it's intangible. Like, you can't, you can't, you say, All right, you got to give me three songs. I can give you three songs in 15 minutes we and wanna. don't pay nobody. I'll get that nigga three. Here you go. I'll give him three. But they could be trash. I'm just doing it they, to meet
1: my obligation. I think that's they don't care though. I think at some point they feel like if he gives us 50 scoop-dee-woop-dee-poops, Not that
2: song make a lot of sense,
1: then I think we can get three out of them scoop-dee-poops that might get us to the charts. And that's that's always their theme because it's always like it's like, a, it's, it's,
0: like a, it's like that. And now you are starting to see why he said like you know slave. You know what I'm saying kind of like the whole slavery is a choice thing. I to, he was, I, it's, I still don't agree with what he said that shit. But now we kind of kind of see like well, he, where he going with that shit now. Like well, he hecka,
2: chose to be a slave in this country. Yeah, hell
0: yeah. This is this is a slave deal for sure. This is this is the this is the worst fucking contract I ever heard, bro. Like you really can't fucking
1: retire. Uh, I I, I want to go as far as to say that 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 wasn't written in there without him knowing it. I think when he signed that contract, he was super duper ambitious and not really ready for what- I don't
2: think this is the same, his first contract. I I remember- But now here's the crazy part, though, because they said his contract was done at the Mark My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. (laughs)
1: That was the last album for the EMI shit. But what they said was, nigga, I guess in the contract was like, nigga, you're not done.
2: Well, so if he thought he was done nine years ago, you signed something else in the last nine years-
1: uh, it might have been something with the publishing because I know, he, you know what I'm he, like, he's, he's suing his label and his publishing company. So the label is like, yo, we need the music from you. And then the publishing is like, we're distributing the music for you so you can get your cheese. And if you haven't beef with the publishing person, you can't get your, your music to where you want to get it to. That's a problem. And if you got a problem with the nigga telling you how to make your music, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to go through all that... Is-
2: this shit is beyond me. It's, dog. it's 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 some wild shit, man. Why fuck like, you distribute. <laughs> nigga, this shit is it's the internet. I don't need you to send this shit to Walmart no more or Target or well, like this
1: the internet and I'm Kanye. They I'm, also foot the bill like as far as um with the iTunes stores and with um with the merchandise um a lot of the budget for the album sometimes comes out of the distribution or publishing side. Or Sometimes the publishing side is where you get your biggest check from. Like your label might say, "Hey, we'll give you Hundred thousand up front for a three million dollar contract. But then like Fetty Wap after he dropped what was that? Uh Trap Queen. Trap Queen. Yeah. He got a deal, but then a publishing company came offered him another two or three million up front. So for everything you do from here on out, you've already made your money for that. And until we get back, let's say, double what we gave you, you're not getting no royalties or nothing.
0: See, that's why, and it's, and it's shit like that, like, why this nigga, like, Kiss and Styles people to dropping fridges on fucking P. Diddy. Nigga, yeah. like, nigga, that publishing is your life, that's nigga. Everything, that's because you, That's your life.
1: Imagine your shit just out the blue <clears throat> would just take off again, and you see your you see the streams or you see the shit, and it's like, damn. So look, man. Daylight Soul is a perfect example. So what you were...
2: So this goes back to a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago then. like, So what you think is more important? Do you want the little money that you can get because it's easier and they'll give it to you, or do you keep your shit for the lion's share ultimately?
1: Um, uh, I think it depends on where you want to, as an artist, what do you really want to do at that moment? Because like for me, for example, I don't need to be um put on the stage in front of 10 million people. You know what I'm saying? That's not really my goal. My goal is to kind of get that niche following. And and maybe if it's just 50 or 60,000 people, that's fine for me. Because if I can get $20 a person from each one of them 50,000 people... That's perfect, yeah. you know. Once a year, like whether it be an album and a, an a, a album download and the concert ticket, it's like, still twenty bucks. Like for me, like, I agree with that shit because I
0: don't want to be no fucking superstar, where, like where I can't go anywhere and nothing yeah. like that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like the, that shit, crazy. The, the
1: quicker going. they put you at the top, the more money they put behind you, which yep. means the less money going in your pocket on the back end. Yeah, and it's like Jermaine Dupri said it. Like I know y'all think we fucked all these people out of their contracts, but when these people come to me, they say, "Jermaine, I want you to make me a star." They don't say, "I want you to make me rich." I want to be a star. So he was like, that's what I do. I put the money behind them niggas. I front the whole bill. And I need my money back. And I need my money back. And not only do I need my money back, now I need my time back. Yeah, I need my profit back. You know what I'm saying? Because some of these niggas don't work out. I didn't do this to break even. You know what I'm saying? I do got a couple tax write-offs over here, but y'all three motherfuckers, y'all my bread and butter. Um, And it's funny that we talk about this. Um... You know, hopefully Kanye does get out of this deal. I'm yeah, pretty sure he yeah. would. That's some crazy It's going to take shit. a minute. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Um, when you're fighting CEOs and shit like that, a lot of times CEOs is friends with judges and yeah, other Yeah, them shit, motherfuckers, so.
0: they motherfuckers trying to get that shit moved to the federal Listen, court man. too. Like, they really trying to get this motherfucker. For In real.
2: 2019, like, there's no reason for you not to own your own shit.
1: Yeah. Unless you was already embroiled in some bullshit I mean, him. like,
2: starting off a younger artist, yeah. and, like, it's no reason for you to give up all your control. Like, I saw an article I sent it to you on IG, uh... Well, they said the top three music, uh, I mean, the record labels are making seventeen millions of seventeen million dollars a day off streams, and you trying to count your one album play is worth a, a fifth of a penny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I hate shit like that because they have told. You, like, how did you come to the, the realization that if my album is ten bucks and it say ten songs, how did you determine that one listen to the song is worth? A fifth of a penny. It's
1: the ad revenue. Every time you see, like, if you go on Spotify and you see them ads at the bottom, or even if you go on any site on Google or Facebook, every time you click a button, if you once you click it and look in your browser on the address, it'll have like a, a link that says maybe ad link or ad sense. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm yeah, kidding. and then it once it counts your click, then it goes to the ad. So even if you don't buy anything from the ad, they still pay for you to click there. It's like when you do Facebook. um, Facebook ads and you yeah. pay, and it show you how many, how much you pay per click over the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how they average it out. So Spotify is like, look, if you subscribe and you pay ten dollars a month, each one of your listens is worth thirty five to forty percent of a penny. But if you don't subscribe, it's only worth fifteen percent of a penny. That shit crazy. But say it like all. But Spotify
2: saying, decided what that's worth based on based on what they, they, they decided how much they was gonna pay for an ad or whatever. Like yeah, that's decided it's like, by it's, a third party. So like. It's a lot of money in streaming. It, it just ain't going to the artists.
1: It actually is. It's going Well, I ain't going to say. It. It's going to whoever holds the rights of the song. And then the people that don't have rights to their song, the paperwork right, Spotify has an account where it all pays into there hoping that you will come claim it. They can't even touch it. Like it just it's just sitting there. Like literally it's like a billion dollars of unclaimed royalties sitting in a whole account that they can't touch. They actually desperately trying to get rid of because they're actually not making no profit. They got a lot of subscribers, but they're not turning profit just yet. Like, a lot of the streaming um platforms, they're not turning a huge profit. They're really trying to battle for subscribers right now. That's why Apple took Shazam to get an extra 10 yeah, to 15 like, million, and Spotify took DistroKid. Because,
2: like, on paper, the more subscribers I have, the more times you listen to songs, the more money I got to pay out to labels and shit. But behind the scenes, the laborers actually run Spotify and shit. So it was like, well, they, they do I'm big, paying
1: myself. They got big chunks in it. Um, It's a smart move. Like, on the business end, that's a very smart move. Because if I had the money, I would invest it, too. Like, even with Tidal. Like, that was Jay-Z's version of what they're doing to Spotify and shit. Well, this time, it's going to be us to own this instead of them.
2: I don't understand why artists just don't put your whole album out via app for free. And you put your own ads in that bitch. Cause
1: Cause you gotta, because you got it. If I don't, don't, don't got to pay nothing. Your ads. So, okay, so an app. Uh, I had talked to an app developer not too long ago for um, a business endeavor that I was trying to do. And an app, if you actually build it from the ground up, if you do it for one io, I, uh, if you do it for one platform like just Apple, it's like fifty thousand dollars. And if you do it for two, it's like a hundred thousand. So in order to make the app and actually have the ad revenue coming in, you have to have a huge-ass platform of people that visit the site daily. So if you're just starting out with an app you paid 100000 for, and you're just trying to kind of... Well, hey, I'm going to
2: make money on stream Like, I'm an artist that you ain't never heard of.
1: That's the thing. So streaming, you never... To me, right now, at this point in time, you... I don't think you should count streams as your primary source of income. It's a complementary source of income. So even though you got, you got your shit streaming, you should still be trying to sell your physical copies. You should be trying to sell your merchandise. You should be trying to sell show tickets. And you need to come up with other creative ways to bring the money in. Mm-hmm. Stream is just another avenue for you to collect money from that you couldn't before. It just so happens that it's a mainstream...
2: It's the mainstream. It's the way that music is consumed. So it for is. artists coming up, and that's, I make music like I would expect to get paid from my music.
1: But that's the thing. Streaming is relatively new. So it's like any industry. Anytime some new wrinkle comes into it, you have to go through the first process of, oh, I don't think this shit is going to last long. Then it's like, oh, this shit kind of fucking this up. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's adapt. Let's go forward. But music is a young man's game.
2: So it's new to older artists and people who've been in the game. I grew up, or not me, but, like, if I grew up and I've had an iPhone and the streaming's been on my phone, this shit ain't new. This is how it's always been. So if I'm an artist, I would expect that in my in my brain, not knowing the behind the scenes, like, look, I'm going to get this song popping. Everybody going to listen to it. I'm going to be on music videos. I'm about to get paid because all these so people listening to my songs.
1: 2002, right? Let's say 2002. You put out a song on a CD, and you pass it around. It was a really dope-ass song, but you couldn't keep track of who had it, who was playing it, and you couldn't keep track of, you know, like, where it was going. With streams, you had the ability to use data to your advantage. So even though um, streaming is basically just making money, if you look at the actual data, the um, the IP addresses, they'll give you, certain sites will give you almost damn near a pinpoint location of where those people was listening from, down to the zip code. You know what I'm saying? So when you have uh a song on a playlist and you get fifty thousand new followers, you know what I'm saying, you're able to go into that software and look at each of them fifty thousand people and see where they come from. So if you got a concentration of five to ten thousand people in Cleveland, you know mm-hmm. you can do a show in Cleveland with no problem. You know what well, I'm
2: yeah. saying? That's how well if you're doing it out the trunk, you you're didn't, definitely not gonna have but like that's how it was well, with my the thing record store.
1: Combine your physical sales With the album sale So even though your shit is on iTunes Available for digital download If you still feel like you need to make Full buck off your CD That's what you need to do You need to press it up and sell it Or you know If you got a website Like you say Distribute it to your website But you can't All the way exclude streaming Or give up on it just yet Because it's kind of a fairly new thing It's like when people didn't think MP3s is going to take off because it was a condensed wave file. It was poor quality. Nobody uses the internet. Internet's not fast enough right now. You know what I'm saying? And then it turned around, and everybody that should have known Napster, like, oh, that's not going to work. They're looking at it like shit. We lost our job because of that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. <clears throat> streaming will be worth more, just not at this very moment. Because anytime it's a stream that a label has to eat off, they're going to make that stand to get more money from it. However, they got to do it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if Sony feel like they losing off on the streaming deal, they going to step in and be like, yo, if we got to give you all some cash to make this shit worth more, we'll do that. You know what I'm saying? Where do you
2: think people discover music most at right now?
1: Um, It depends on what your age group is. Younger, the younger group. 18 if,
2: and 34.
1: If you eight, uh, eight, I would say 18 to 25, you're discovering your music on the internet. Playlist and, and stuff. Playlist like for sure. Uh, the playlist is the playlist. Is if you're it, older right? than 25, 26, you're probably, you're probably still finding it. You're probably still the, looking
0: like the blogs, like Twitter or some shit like that. Like I'm about I say either
1: a blog? Like, like social media, you know what I'm saying? Word of mouth look, or, mm-hmm. like, or
2: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. SoundCloud. Like that's what music at right? Yeah, like. So would, I suggest.
0: You even got some still look like a on the message boards too, like if that. But that's you, like.
2: Artists who got a little bit of buzz. I would suggest you just drop fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, whatever you, X amount of money you' about to go spend on that chain into some promo marketing on some of these social, the, yeah,
1: the you sponsor
2: actually, posts and all that, because that's what the label gonna do.
1: The art, uh, look, but they exactly. gonna they gonna charge you ten times the this, price. All the labels want to see, because this is like every business in America, whether yep. it music or whatever, all they want to see is the numbers, yep. having streams. And having, you know what I'm saying, receipts from the shows that you do and how much you're getting paid, that makes it so much easier for them to come in and make a decision and say, Damn, dog, you all these these five songs, you got a million plays a piece, So yeah. you, you you surviving out here, bro. Yeah. Like to uh
2: <laughs> the homies the twins from uh the connected experience, you know, they had a, uh, the record shop, you know what I'm saying, in Inkster or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had that shit when uh from a young age to on when they was doing the shit. So like they'll be able to go through and see and order. The shit, they got the list of like, all right, this particular, this song is being ordered in different, uh and all these different markets. Like, specifically, this exact neighborhood mm-hmm. is buying our record, I mean, our shit. And you know what I'm saying? It's just so much data that it used to be we there. We got away from that. Yeah, because in-stores used to be the way that you right. promoted music. Yeah, right. you
1: had your own little, they would pay, to put your own little promo thing out there Yeah, with the like, on you it. would
2: literally see
1: the people. But now your promo is, if somebody listened to a Playboy Cardi song on YouTube and then the next song come up, you got a 10 second ad between. Them. Like even Kendrick was doing it. He was putting half music videos but you know, yeah. as ads. And it was like I mean, yeah, like
0: you gotta do that. And also too, like how you really like get your shit out here like what I did recently, man. Um shout out to DJ Sad real. Um,
1: oh yeah, shit on there before too. Yeah,
0: like you know what I'm saying? Like just getting my shit on like a uh, playlist and everything. Like he like DJ Sad was um well he li- well he's from Milwaukee, but he lives in California. Yeah. yeah, he lives in California now like a little young guy, 25, 26 I um he came to me, he came to me with an opportunity like man I want to throw I'm gonna throw your track Bad Man from your um your EP on this uh on this playlist I'm doing he threw it on Spinrilla it's like I'm like number seventeen on there, Shit, I was getting people hitting me up already like nigga that shit fire
2: you know what I'm saying and y'all need to invest in the promotion so the sponsor ad is one thing but mm. y'all need to sponsor the stories so when people going through their stories mm-hmm. that next screen that you are. And if you if you, whatever I click on, if it, if it catch your attention, them first two to three seconds, I'm going to give you a couple more seconds. And
1: then merchandise, like yeah, merchandise, merchandise. Too. like it don't really take much. If you got, you know what I'm saying? 50 bands to blow. Um, it don't take much to go get you know 20 hoodies 20 t-shirts shit not even that amount of money just, you know what, yeah. what I'm saying you just buy them in 20 50 pieces at a time so you know when you a get thousand, down to a team thousand the, yeah, a thousand dollars trust me a thousand dollars can turn it into easily like you know eight nine thousand if you, you yeah, sell you can, out, pour, so. you can probe
0: off that no problem like yeah. I got like I got an idea for that too when this, um, when this album get ready when, when I get it, when I get shit, this album uh, ready and shit
2: well I got something for y'all with the merchandising so we'll talk offline
0: definitely definitely Uh, you say you want to get
2: a Donald Glover
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So he had a lawsuit with his old label where he felt like um, he was owed more royalties than he received. Yeah. And he also felt like he was supposed to own his masters of his first, I think, three projects he released with them. Uh-huh. And um, they both went to court. This the initial shit was a few months ago, but they both went to court or whatever. And they weren't really like, you know, judging by the article, they weren't really like mad at each other per se, but. They wanted to clear out things between you know the two like what who gets what like yeah originally Donald was like yo I come into this with my shit you release it we split the money and then we move on to something else and they're right. like yo we own the shit that you came here with yep. so they went to court you know long story short um they agreed on terms outside of you know the actual court so they must have got it together and hashed out whatever deal it was and basically Donald the label
2: guesses, was like Man, we got a chance of losing this shit well, yeah. yeah
1: uh whoever did the contract at first probably either ain't there no more or they didn't think that he would get to where he was at and they probably tried to like just just keep it quiet maybe he won't say nothing about it and he nah, was like no nah, fuck, nah, that. fuck that I need my so shit I need my shit if them only went 2 or 3000 platinum a piece units a piece, I still need that shit cuz you never know when my career going to have a resurgence and that shit cuz that's up. what
2: make cuz like one thing I like about TDE, they don't put out free projects. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, everything is for sale. Yep. Um, all Ken, The Overly Dedicated, mm-hmm. the Kendra Lamar LP, so when um, Good Kid Mad City blew up, right? Mm-hmm. Everywhere I was like, they went to iTunes, well, let me go hear the other shit. Yeah, and that's what shit. I owned 100% of. So, yeah, Interscope got uh, all the other shit, but mm-hmm. top dog, nigga, this 100%
1: us. Exactly, and that's that's very, very important, having leverage in that shit because if you don't have leverage, you could be like the, you could be R. Kelly, you know, sorry if you don't mention him, or whatever. But you can have all the hits in the world, but if you don't have your masters or some sort of ownership, you have no leverage. You gotta use that. You back at square one. You oh, a new yeah, artist. Like you <laughs> gotta <laughs> get. You, a... you trying
0: to put out music to catch on and shit like that. They yeah. got fifty four fucking years old. Oh, fifty five years old. and the case.
1: daycare
2: yeah. lady gotta come up with. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I got.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> yeah. later, man. But uh, shout to Donald Glover, dog. Like that's a big win for him. Definitely. Yeah. You know, so that's good for the artist. Since we on, since we on the finances, let's get into Cash Money. No, before we do that. I going to talk about that two chains album, dog. Uh
1: all
0: right, go ahead. Yeah. That two chains album really fucking disappointed me, bro. <laughs> it really fucking disappointed me.
1: I haven't listened to it all yet, but. Dog, like I, you
0: know what I'm saying? Maybe because I ain't like the sequencing of it or some shit like that. Was it too mature? It wasn't even too mature, nah. It was just like some of the shit. Like I was listening to it and shit. Like the first couple of tracks, the first couple of tracks was fire as fuck. You know what I'm saying? One through four, fire it was getting there and then when it got to the Kendrick track man I was just like you know let me turn this off for me you know what I'm saying let me let me turn it off for me and actually go back to it the next day then when I watch this breakfast club interview I'm like all right cool you know what I'm saying like yeah I definitely understand like you know what I'm saying like let me let me try this shit again so I started over again and everything and that got done I'm like I was kind of expecting more you know why like the and that's not a diss. No, I mean, I'm
2: literally like, why?
0: No, the reason why I was expecting more, man, because I like the whole rap, rapper go to the league, like everything, like it was just like such a perfect setup. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a real perfect setup for me. Like you know the cover, all that shit. Do you have a you have a nigga who you have a you have a nigga like LeBron James, you know, EPing or he he would the shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas talking about he A and R. No, that nigga executive produced the album. I knew about this shit since November. I couldn't really speak on it like that because of the people I heard it from. That nigga, that, nigga, that nigga, had that shit. That nigga, I knew about that shit in November. Like he was, he was executive producer, but it was just like listening to it and everything, man. It just like it felt, it felt, I felt, it felt empty to me. You I know think,
1: we, right? I think we really used to, um, two like when two chains dropped like a mixtape. We always used to having them two songs out of eight. That really stand out.
0: Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even listen. I wasn't even looking for singles on this bitch. None of that shit. Nah. Like I was looking
1: for like. But it's a certain feel. You when you hear two chains, you 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 know, like it's it's slightly ignorant, but it's well put together. The beat is dope. He probably delivered with a certain flow, but then you get to this album, and it's. His theme was kind of more serious. No, like, like I knew, I like, I knew
0: it was serious when I heard the um the EP, the play. You know what I'm saying? The play don't care who make it. Like, I knew like it was gonna be serious. Then I'm like, okay, this nigga about to, this nigga about to drop some fire. And Man, but I I'll
2: keep it all the way hundred with two chains. Let's like you ain't. I've never heard a complete album that I thought was like cold. You heard some mixtape
1: shit. I agree. that was, that I was, agree. Like,
2: to your point, like nigga, it's about four to five songs on this bitch that's really. That's really good. I, agree. I like then, him
1: better when he ratchet. That's all.
2: Yeah, and then you put it in perspective and shit. Like he a, he's a, he's a he's a pretty witty rapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I I think we we may give him too much credit on his lyricism, and it's like because you are not expecting it from a certain person and then when you give me something witty it's like oh right. shit Because we at, like, at this
1: point with 2 chains, we're looking for that shit that make you be like oh man this nigga silly as hell run it back and then you get on there and it's like that was dope but. because he can't
2: rap yeah. right and it is it's not it's not like some ultra super cold shit it's, like, it's, it's clever and it's witty yeah, like it's, I think I think, I think he what it was it. with
0: me like I really wanted him to take that like that huge leap or some shit like you know what I'm saying like you the know
2: marketing the marketing of this shit Dude, the, the reason the, that the, oh, oh, was, the mar-
0: oh the market marketing was fired on huh? like expectations yeah, like, albums. like when I like when I heard about when I heard when I first heard the title, like Rhonda's title last year, that they called that shit rapper go to the league. I'm like, oh, this nigga got this nigga about to have some um, sincere, this nigga about to have like some really
1: socially conscious shit right here. You Somebody know what I'm
2: give me a cold two chain verse.
1: Oh, uh, sacrifice from Drake, or you can take a uh, that song with Drake and um with on that Daniel son um mixtape. Oh yeah, a big amount, How big amount. Yeah, 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 that was fire. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: I'll give him his verse on um. What was the name of that well, one track though? When he when like he's st- actually started the mannequin challenge on that one track, you know what I'm saying? He was spinning that bitch too. That's that's one joint.
2: It's one joint. I mean, I can't I can't quote you doing shit like yeah. that. But yeah, I know it was one joint. Was it the Big shot? No, the joint with Kanye and uh Big Shine uh, Mercy. Mercy, yeah. yeah. He had a dope verse on Mercy, but like in my brain, I, I got a certain level or where I put two chains at. I don't necessarily have anything to back. See, it up I think with. I think I think where I think I, just, I, I regard him highly. But I don't necessarily I his have
1: albums, his albums don't necessarily like usually it's like, okay, we we have a we have a place where this person sits, right? And we expect them to be elevated every time they drop a project because they are so dope that you figure they get better over time and then sometimes they don't deliver the project that you I, think they was gonna uh, you deliver. Know,
0: be. It, riding off potential you know what? I think time. you know what? Let me tell you what it is with me. Like, you know what I kinda think this album is gonna go into? Remember when GZ dropped the recession?
1: Yeah.
0: Fire ass album, right? Yeah very far like it, to me it's like to me it's my favorite GZ album in my opinion like it's like one of it's like one favorite GZ album it's like you know what I'm saying he was just speaking on some real shit in the album you know what I'm saying like it, like a lot of this shit caught to me and all that and everything like crazy world caught to me quick you know what I'm saying that was a fire ass fucking that first track that
1: fucking four songs on that bitch
0: yeah you know what I'm saying like and that's why I was thinking with this two chain shit. Like, you know, he about to he about to come in. He about to go ahead and do some shit like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he about to really like just come out here to speak on some real shit, which he did. But it's just, I still
2: felt empty in that shit. Like, it was just some tracks that's like that didn't. I almost feel that two chains think he's better than he is, and I think it's almost it's like this arrogance. Like, you niggas should respect me because I used to drug. I used to deal drugs and shit. I'm a T-L- real nigga. your favorite rapper. Like, I'm sure. a I'm yeah. a real nigga. Y'all should respect me as a real nigga. And like, no, that don't necessarily mean I want to hear, you know. I, and I do want to hear his music, but like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just something about it. Like, I like Two Chainz, and I have a a, a, a high regard for him, but I don't necessarily have the stats to back it up. Why I I hold that, him? So um,
1: high. my my biggest hold up with Two Chainz and his albums is his beat selection.
0: Exactly, like, the, like the like the shit with Kendrick, nigga. I was like, what
1: the fuck? You is put this? a lot of shit on the mixtape that's like, oh, that's fucking fire. Then on the album, it seemed like you was trying to make an opus. How and you, you kind of overshot You overshot what you should, not, not to say that you can't rap on these kind of beats or that you shouldn't, but what we expect from you is this kind of song, this kind of lyric, this kind of delivery, and similar kind of beat. But when you give us something totally opposite to prove that I'm, you know, I'm not just that type of nigga. And
0: then it was like some of the features too on the album didn't make sense. Like that one track with Chance the Rapper and Kodak, nigga, I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? It was just- I like that. I do Chance
2: murdered that shit.
0: That, and, he could have had the best verse on the album. Probably could, man. Like you know, what I'm saying, like it was just some shit like that. And then like Kodak versus fucking, it, I laughed at Kodak verse had me laughing, dog. Cause that nigga just be throwing shots at. Do people. I
2: need to li- do I need to listen to Kodak? Because yeah. everybody keep
0: telling me, yeah, about... yeah, yeah. Kod- no, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you a song.
2: Cause like I've heard a few songs
0: where I no, you know what? I got I got a song if you to listen to it's, it's a raw song called Florida Boy.
1: You gotta dig in, bro. Yeah. It's like, kind of like a Travis Scott thing, where the first five songs you hear, you like, what? Why the fuck? For what? Why do y'all listen to this?
2: I mean, so it's like he got a song with Dreezy that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? It was like on some nah. substance and stuff. The shit some of the that shit he shit talks like, about,
1: bro he 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 says a lot of shit that you normal people that think about shit think. You know what I'm man, saying? Like,
0: duh, like not like the like his verse on Florida but Rick Ross. That nigga killed, he killed that, like, he, he killed that verse, he killed Ross on that bitch. Maybe I hate his voice.
1: That's probably what it is. I yeah. Yeah, like want see the guy say, like, nigga, you sound like a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> your raps are sweet with your voice, dog. What the fuck? Yeah, that little, yeah, that little nigga Cole, man, he just ignorant as fuck, but,
0: yeah. you know, I don't, like, the 2 chain shit, like, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 like, heard, something else I heard, too, when, when he said his breakfast club, and he said LeBron got a whole nother album that he did, that... It's just I don't know, man. I'm so fucking tired of LeBron. <laughs> oh you know, it's, it's the man. end of his
1: career, man. So he about to branch off into doing, thing. yeah, doing like, a bunch of no, other Focus shit.
2: on like in real life. Could you focus on basketball right now? Like you EPing albums, you fucking doing two different TV shows, movies. you doing movies and shit. Whole time your team losing and you shitting on them, you injured like fam.
0: Damn, you know what? Go play basketball. Then we right speaking. Then we speaking on LeBron Shut up and dribble, nigga. <laughs> then we speaking on LeBron, man. I, I want to get. I want to get to that later too. Like his interview on the, they, what he had on the shot, man. When he talking, we'll talk about that later. I will bring it up, but no, nah, let's get into this uh, baby and slim shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: so, to, yeah. Go ahead, bro. So basically, Forbes did a report. Was that new? Yeah. yeah it's new.
2: I thought that was a, I saw it. I thought that was an old video. No,
1: that's new. No, Forbes did a report on um on cash the cash money empire and basically how you know what they started from, what they grew into. And um It's a very some, fucking interesting very interesting, very interesting pretty fun facts.
0: Um Like they low key might be one of the most successful rap labels in the, ever. Did so I, since Did you see that video
1: though? Uh not sure. Don't think so.
2: Okay, because it was a video that was floating around that had Baby Slim and it was like in a classroom like at a university or something and it was asking Baby about contracts. He was like, man, every fucking contract, man, I'll recontract that motherfucker. And he was like, no matter what it is, I'll take it and I'll, and I'll do something. And then Slim was like, yeah, man, because we the polar opposites is how we so uh <laughs> how we do business or whatever. So when y'all said the baby and Slim, like I thought y'all was talking about that. That might be a it may could I don't know. I was say
1: Forrest might have lined it up with that. Um, but basically since 1992, Cash Money has grossed 1.8 billion dollars, billion. two. They've ran through two billion. You know, of course, minus taxes and payouts to artists and labels. artists, <laughs> nigga? They, they, they've generated 1.8 billion dollars, <laughs> bro. One point eight billion since ninety two. Bro, that's a lot of fucking money. A yeah. lot. A lot of fucking money. Like a they they are like
0: they are they are literally like one of the most
1: successful rap labels ever though. Since 2011. I mean, Great. they might be
0: more successful. Are they more successful than Def Jam? If you want if you want to keep it funky?
1: No, I think Def Jam probably do a billion in less than a decade. They got they had they had plenty. Yeah, they had plenty artists. Of artists. Yeah, you're right. They, you're right. Yeah, they,
0: nah. That shit but maybe but I mean they did start independent though.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. So when they started um, when they first went to Universal, Universal was like, you know, basically like, nigga, why the fuck we investing y'all and let y'all keep all the profit? And Baby and Slim got up and said, fuck y'all, we out. And right when they was walking out, an actual CEO of Universal was walking in like, damn, y'all making all this money. I see why you wouldn't want to sell your company. How about we'll do this? And basically what they did was they gave him $30 million up front. Mm-hmm. And then they took 7% fees off the distribution game, which is, you know, putting it in the markets, pressing up CDs and all that shit. Yep. And then when they went back to renew that shit not too long ago, it was just like basically they gave them what they want, Cash Money, what they wanted because Cash Money has such a huge back catalog that um, Universal wants part to be able to claim that as part of their market share. And that's
0: why you start seeing them BG albums come out and shit. That's like why that. you
1: start seeing all the BG albums come out. They pay Wayne. They're like, mm-hmm. look, bro, about to clean this shit up We're about to get y'all back out here, you know, working right. But um. Drake, since 2011, has grossed 257 million. That's crazy. Nicki Minaj did like one f- f- 160 or 150 million. Uh, how much did Wayne do exactly? Wayne was 143 or something like that. That's fucking but crazy. But if you gotta you gotta remember like Wayne, huh? In total? No, since 2011. That's it? Yeah. Well, that's that's a lot of money. Gross? Yeah. I mean, like- Wayne put out how many albums in nine years? Two? <laughs> Carter 3 I mean Carter 5 and Carter 4 right Yeah.
2: but like t- is that just record sales that's everything really I would think it would be more than that uh, I don't know It's 10 years bro in 10 years yeah like I'm thinking about it. especially like
1: Nicki I don't, I, it might just be album song. it might not be concert sales I don't think really they count the concert because you can do too much stuff the on the table, thing, but album sales
2: Nicki and, didn't win platinum how many times
1: well, she only had three albums, right?
2: But like them albums have went multiple times platinum. If I just take that times,
1: yeah, but they, her platinum ain't the same as the platinum from nineteen ninety eight though. Her platinum can include it streams, tracks. you know tracks. what I'm saying? So you can go platinum with a million yeah. streams or something like that. So
2: now, yeah, that skews everything. Now, but
1: now when you think about that, and then you think about what you get from streaming, and you like, damn, one hundred and fifty seven million—that's a lot of fucking streams oh, and album sales. Is
2: that the money that they have collected, or that's, the that's what they that grossed? So them personally,
1: not No, me- they you know, you probably gonna take home would depending on how good your deal is. Cause I'm is. thinking
2: like, so if the company made X amount of dollars, Nikki herself was given 160 like in that. that 10 years.
1: No. Damn. Like she made 160 and she probably left with like 20 over that time, period. Damn. 10, no. You know, like 10% is like if you don't have if you just come straight from the street to the label, like 10% of your royalties is like dope. 18% is like, <gasps> how'd you do that? Like, you got hundred percent of your shit to fifty. It's like, oh nigga, you ghost status.
0: Nah, what's crazy is um, what else was said in the interview? Um, like me and G was talking about this shit. We was trying to like figure out what the fuck they mean by this. But baby and baby, who baby and Slim said like
1: they're forever in, in business with Drake because they was like, you know, like how, what's the deal with Drake? You know, we got he got a new deal. And He was like, we forever in business with Drake, eternal, like forever. And the way I took that was we own all your back catalog. Forever, so no matter what you want to do, or where you want to go, or who you want to sell it to, we're always going to get paid. I,
0: you know, now, now I'm thinking about it too. Did they own that so far going
2: on? Um, well, I'll just know? say uh, probably so. They put J- it back out. Jay Prince seems to think differently. Yeah,
1: he went to court for his shit, but I think Jay Prince probably owns a piece of Drake eternally too. So when you know Pusha said you signed to a nigga, that signed to another nigga, that signed to another nigga, you think of it, every time a nigga signed, he give up 15 to 20 percent of what he make. So if you signed to three niggas, he probably only seeing. Twenty to thirty percent of what he really makes. And you know so, what's crazy? When, you know what's crazy about that shit too. Like, if, if you gross twenty two hundred and fifty-seven million, you probably got fifty million in your pocket from that time.
0: Yeah, and you know what's crazy too? Like Pusha said that shit. Like somebody else brought this up to me. Like Pusha like you know, Pusher said this shit about this, but his boss is like on a can't retire or some shit like that. You know, so it's just yeah,
1: but I don't think that's that's it, not it, his problem. No, it's not his problem at all. <laughs> it's, not problem. it's not his problem. No, it's not his problem. You know what I'm saying? So
2: I mean, but that was a dope line by Push. And then when they asked him about it later he kind of like
1: he laughed like now you see what I'm, when when wayne went through that shit he was like Nigga, well he see was like saying?
2: but he was like he tried to say he wasn't saying it that way because no, he signed to he the does. same shit like he signed to um kanye kanye and then who signs the, a, the rockefeller who signed a def jam who then, signs a universal whatever the whoever the it's stuff. like he was like he because he was like i'm in the 331 myself mm-hmm. so he was like i'm not you know what i'm saying i wasn't making fun of that but i'm like Eh, the lyrics lyrics literally said, he saying, he literally said that like because
1: nigga. you could have been talking about that but his splits might be higher you know the nigga might have said bro I need fifty percent not ten or fifteen you know he might you know down it's just it's
0: just it's just some it's just some wild shit and man and sometimes
1: I think when you're an artist that's not really at that top but you got some sort of legendary status I think record Lab was a more lenient to give you shit because they know that you're not gonna. La- I'm not gonna say last that long, but you're not gonna be a-, a long-term project. Like when you sign Pusha T, you don't think, "Oh, I'm gonna have him here for a decade as a cornerstone of my label." You thinking eh, one or two albums see what I can get from him. If it don't work, I write him off. If it do work, great. You know what I'm saying? We'll see if we can bring him back.
0: I know it's some, cra- it's some crazy shit though. You think about that, man. And then, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, like my nigga hit me. Uh, my, my nigga hit me up. He was like, "Bro, like, how the fuck did Pusha say that shit?" But, you know, now, like, you know what I'm saying? He signed to a nigga who labeled, who, like, who can't yeah. even fucking retire. I'm just like.
1: You know what's crazy? Kanye
2: didn't even know that. So I know Pusha didn't know yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Well, he did know it, he didn't want to tell nobody.
2: That probably so. So
1: so what, one thing I do like about the cash money shit, though, is when they negotiated all this shit after that shit with Wayne and whatever, they basically paid Universal a more a, a few extra dollars, you know, more than shit, thousands, to handle... The contract in, because it used to be Slim handling the contract and Baby handling the day to day street team shit in the studio, all that shit. So nobody now, nobody
2: ever got bad thing to say about Slim. Only Baby.
1: Well, interesting. Well, so Slim was basically saying in the contracts, people not re- they don't really read them. They just sign them bitches and then think, oh, I got my advance. I'm supposed to make this album and it's supposed to drop. And if you read contracts, a lot of times they're not obligated to release your shit commercially. Not obligated to put any more money behind That's why you You gotta
2: have
0: your fucking lawyer read That's why you gotta have your
1: lawyer read. You gotta pay a lawyer, dog. You
2: You know what? It's interesting, though. When head of labels and everything like that, especially black labels, because we put a pressure on them because, like, fam, we know how they do us out here. You shouldn't be doing other people like that. Mm -hmm. So when we be like, yeah, man, you ain't read the contract. Nigga, why would you put it in the contract?
1: Okay, Like, I get it. On the business, I understand it, but, like, they fall back like, well, you shouldn't have read it. Like, why'd you put it in there? Because I Uh feel like this. When you out to make a business move, just like when you're here, um, you said say you charge 25 an hour for, you know, this and that, right? And he'd be like, okay, well, I need you to edit this shit, too. Whatever fee you charge is what you charge. Yeah. Period. And if you don't like it, you can go elsewhere. Yeah. Nobody forced you to sign this contract and nobody told you to rush and bring it back because you were so broke you needed the money. You know, you can go hire a lawyer, you know, from the legal shield for $25 a month and they'll read your shit, you know what I'm saying, at the very least. Um, or you can just pay one $200, like, you know what I'm saying, you got money for weed in the studio and lean and all that shit, oh, pay yeah, a lawyer, like, nigga, like, this is your life. Just, just get a right lawyer, now. like, like a this lawyer.
0: is your life, nigga, like, for they, real. They
1: charge, like, $100 an hour to read a contract, you know, you might have to give them $300, like, do that shit. Yeah. Like, you and you you'll buy a, a Gucci thousand. belt in a minute, yeah. You read it every day for a week. Every shit. day for a week. A lot of times, if you... If you know what you're doing, you can read the contract yourself and see a lot of the glaring flags, and you can just mark it and take it to your lawyer. Like, look, bro, I need all these amended.
2: I'm not signing a contract that's more than one page. All right. fuck no, fuck Period. no. And I bet you like, be like, whatever, whatever. If you want to do business, but we put all that shit on one page because like, I'm not doing like, it. Like, nigga, nigga, try to slide the contract. I don't know if this is right or this is the right way. Like However. Even, um, I will take nothing before I let you take advantage of like, it. Like, nigga
0: slide a contract to me. Like, yeah, let me, I'm going to take that bitch, but I'm going to have my lawyers read that bitch. Fuck big that. Big
1: pun. um, Big pun. Perfect example. Yep. When he died, Fat Joe gave his wife, like, $2 million cash, and then whatever she was entitled to from the album that had just dropped. Flash forward, like, five years later, everybody throwing Fat Joe on the bus because he's not taking care of Pun's family no more like a brother should. Yeah. And it's like, well, his defense was, when your husband was alive... The deal that he made was the deal that he wanted to make. We made this under mutual, you know what I'm saying, agreement. And I the nigga this. wasn't
2: that popping like that. He
1: wasn't that popping like this. I take this. I put you this behind you. You do that. You do that. Woo-woo. Unfortunately, he died early, but he still left your wife and some cheese. But she's upset. Cause Joe ain't breaking her off every year with what what she's using. And then to you gotta spending. think about it too, like what the fuck, like Love, is Joe don't pay bills? And like, another thing too, is Joe
0: even making money off of big punch shit? Yes, like that?
1: all the back catalog, anywhere that shit plays, like he's getting that cheese. Mm-hmm. Again, something, is, but like who, it's I, probably like seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year. I'm pretty sure satellite New York radio played enough to generate some real cheese. But he's not obligated to give anything to her family because. If he gave you two million on the top, plus whatever he had before he died, plus whatever you got out of that last album, the smart thing to do, which is not always what everybody does, the smart thing to do is plan your money out over the years and figure out where you got to work and where you and don't. And you know
0: what's work. crazy? You, you no, let, me, let me see if I can find they this shit. They don't do
1: that shit. Nick, a motherfucker get a two million dollar check and continue to pay on that big ass house that you don't need, continue to buy new cars off the lot, I'm buying cash. A big ass crib. Oh, and oh, you know
0: it's crazy. It's crazy that you talk. It's crazy that you talk about this shit right now. Um, it's something I want to play. Um, it was from like LeBron and shop and everything. I kind of want to talk about this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't, have y'all heard it, heard it? with okay. Let me play it for you. Because twenty, because she
2: babysitting you. Then what you one get your grandma? <laughs> hey man, you gotta get your grandma. It's I, I never going to stop. Care of my you know what I'm saying? Stop.
1: Listen, sometimes I don't even enjoy my day, bro, I, I, because of me just feeling like I'm so responsible for everybody. I'm to my uncles, aunts. You forget about all the niggas you was just dreaming with when you was poor, <laughs> and all Dude. all your like hood promises. Like, I, And people cash in on that shit. Like, oh, my yeah. aunt hit me was just like, remember that condo in Florida you were talking about? I was like, I needed your couch. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not, for real. I'm not cashing in. All, yeah. all you said Man, was, please. oh yeah, yeah, keep working hard. That's not worth a fucking $250,000 condo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my a yeah. Lexus yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. Because you believe, yeah. what did that cost you? Shit
0: basically, beginning of that shit, I ain't had a whole, I don't know why I couldn't find that, but basically, the first beginning of Mick was like, nigga, I feel like I don't owe nobody shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I made this shit myself. I don't have to, I don't have to make, I don't have to owe nobody anything. That's what Jamar Carmichael was saying, that shit that he just said.
2: What I owe you mm-hmm. as a fan or somebody who appreciates my work is to continue to make good work. I don't owe you money.
1: I owe you shit. Especially if, nigga, we wasn't there and you wouldn't, nigga, all right, so look. I've been sacrificing for this music shit for about, like, real deal sacrificing, like, giving up freedoms, times, energy, everything, like, for at least three years. If I could tell you how many people helped me, like, as far as they wasn't in the music game, there was people outside of music that said, look, bro, I'm going to help you. I can count on one hand. Facts. And we talking about, like, close friends, like, niggas I grew up with every day. I don't have an ill will towards my man's because he don't play my mixtape every day yeah. at all. If he never played it, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind because music is something that's a taste, you know what I'm saying? So if you don't like my music, that's fine. What I expect you to do is when somebody say, hey, uh, I need some studio time, I need some beats, you know anybody that's dope? I expect you to toss my name out there. Yeah, That's, for me, is love, support, even if you don't listen to my shit. And I get that from my friends. You know, hey, you need to go see G. He'll get you together. I get that on Facebook every day. Niggas, hey, I need a studio. I need beats. I need yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tagging A lot of that shit. So uh-huh. I'm never, like, with my niggas, like, oh, y'all niggas, man. I hate y'all. Y'all don't never support me. I never do that because everybody's supporting them in a different way. And I'm not the best supporter either. When they was throwing parties and shit, I wasn't re- retweeting all the flyers for the parties. Like, if you're
2: not a party nigga, how exactly. do I look
1: like... Exactly. Why why would I be reposting? eventually my, my, my page would turn into one big advertising page, which yeah, is what I don't want to do. Yeah, exactly.
0: But no, like I think a lot of people were calling them like coons for this shit. Like, like, okay, they were calling them coons like, you know, you're supposed to help your family out and all this other shit and everything. I'm like, help them out by like keep giving them money, like you know what I'm saying? They keep blowing it, and they looking at you they looking at you like an ATM, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Help them
1: out how. Well, you like like the same way go? they helped you. Yeah. I'm giving everybody the same energy. If you gave me a pat on the back and say keep trying when I get some cheese and you come to me Ugh, hey you know keep what trying. Keep trying, bro. I can probably point you in a direction where you can get three more dollars an hour because my man's worked there. and He'll hire you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Or like, or like, you can work for me or some shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would do something like that, but I'm not just about to give you two hundred and fifty
1: fucking thousand. If you work for me, you have to be able to do what you do good. I'm not just gonna hire a nigga just because. You know what I'm saying? If you security, you better be ready to whip some ass and take some bullets. Like, if you the accountant, you better be able to crunch numbers and let's get it. Like, you my manager, give me to the money.
2: If
0: you like, if you come in with a solid business plan or some shit like that too, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We'll get something going.
2: Everybody said. They swear that they love money. I love the dough. I love the dough. I love money. I can tell you don't love money by the way you spend it. Uh-huh. Like if you love the money that you claim that you do, you would use it differently. Yeah. You would invest it differently. You know, I just I just found that. I found or that- just save it. Like, fuck it. Even if you didn't invest because niggas lose a lot of money investment. Save it. Don't spend
0: it. Yeah, I just found I found that very interesting. Make a lot of people like calling them out for that shit. I'm like, you know, what I'm saying like you had you had the whole you had the women calling them out like somebody somebody brought up black women like you know they they do black women you know, they always do black women like this or something like that man. But you kind of kind of but
1: where was everybody when you was broke as fuck? naked needed anything that you can take a ride a uber a, a, a word of advice a shoulder where are these people at you know what i'm saying exactly not saying that nobody got them but when you look back through all the times that you was doing shit and you were struggling and you look and to see who answered the call or who didn't but you know what i'm saying like you really needed them you know what i'm saying these are the people that you go back and it's like yo i want to help you achieve what it is you're trying to achieve not say i want to put Cold hard cash in your hand because cash runs out. Like, especially on the rapper shit, that's oh, all that the sh- facade.
2: That shit just be so wild. I mean, I got like a lot of friends and a lot of people I know who in different positions, right? And I've never done anything for somebody expecting them, oh, Are you gonna pay me back for this later? No, I, just, I like do that them. I do that I don't want nothing from you. I do that shit out the kind of my heart. If yeah. I got a, a a a a a a close friend who is a quote unquote celebrity and shit like that, like I'm not doing nothing for you hoping that you give me money. Right.
1: And to be honest, Like, I'm probably the only person that put money into my career aside from my wife and my inner circle of people that I do music with. Mm -hmm. I never had a friend say, here go $100, bro. Go get you a studio session and make some good music. I never had a nigga pull up and say, "Um, we're about to take you to such and such house or, you know, some (laughs) semi-famous person or whatever. I never had nobody put me in a room of opportunity outside of my musical circle. So. And, and the logical thing would be to say, fuck everybody outside your inner music circle because they didn't care. You know what I'm saying? But I I don't think like that. I just feel like it's certain people that I'm going to look out for and I'm not.
2: When I was on the mute doing music tough and shit and had a little label doing this shit, you know who actually did the, the most important thing? Think of my mom who mm-hmm. worked at the radio station and shit, she passed my... I didn't even know. She passed the music to DDT and shit and he called me out the blue one day like, man, I've been listening to this shit for, <laughs> for like a while. And then, you know what I'm saying, that shit moved.
1: Like, what and then was, the type of, then was the type of people you come back and be like, hey, mom, remember that Subway you wanted to own at that corner store? You <laughs> yeah. know, if you can get a chance. Well, look, I just bought the building. There you go. Let's see what we can do with this this and that and there put you, go. you together. There you go. And that's to me, is giving back and that's better than, you know you just giving them, them back for their
0: dreams instead of just giving them a bunch of fucking money you know yeah. what
1: I'm saying like you know what I'm saying like Kobe said that he was like man if there's anything I can do over it, it would be to not give my family cold hard cash because they had it and they blew it as soon as they got it and they looked at me as the bad guy because I didn't keep replenishing every time the millions right the, the
2: the the drama between Kobe and his parents dog you can, can
1: tell be. that the parents was wrong because they came out and apologized like you know what dog we should be ashamed of ourselves. Like, <laughs>
2: and then I get into arguments with niggas in the barbershop talking about Kobe a hoe because you should never do this. I'm like, I don't think y'all got the full picture here. Yeah, never hey,
1: think y'all do well, like no They never do, man. They never do. Yeah, but niggas don't like Kobe because of his face when he, when he scores. So what he says, like, nigga, you just mad because niggas confident.
0: Or he just trying to. I like the classic one too, like, you know, you trying to be like Jordan and all this and shit. I'm like, okay, man. Right, whatever. Uh, let's get to some silly shit, man. G, explain this shit to me.
1: Which one? Tyke, dog. Uh, yeah. What the fuck is going on with this shit, man? So, cause you know he and uh, he in jail, awaiting his trial or whatever. Is nigga going about to get on. life. So, you know, when you when you in jail, you're not in prison. You got like, yeah, I guess it's a little more fun for niggas because it ain't just locked down. as prison it is. It's kind of like you know, mm-hmm. they started some gang. Well, he started some gang called the Rugrats, and I guess he basically feel like you know Rugrats. Yeah. How old is this nigga? He's like nineteen now facts feel <laughs> <laughs> like 19 he got like a set of rules and shit like you know like uh, only do stuff to benefit to better yourself don't don't uh, Fuck with your fellow members And don't Don't do this Don't tolerate this You know the usual Gang rule shit or whatever And I think the, uh, the The guards Had caught on to that shit And they trying to like Hit that nigga like With some sort of Little petty ass crime or Charge or whatever But
2: who? I mean nigga You here forever So you not getting out What the fuck I mean it's,
1: it's a possibility though it's Cause when it comes to Murder and shit you, you have to prove it Beyond a You know A reasonable doubt So when witnesses Change their story Cause it's been two years He been locked up now He been locked up Since we heard about that nigga so having somebody go back to court and, you know what I'm saying, giving that statement or not giving it no more at all because they just said, Fuck it, that shit plays a major role in getting off. It can be Man, from doing I life got to got No doing sympathy
2: nine years. for dumb niggas like this though. Mm. True. Who but I wants don't to know. start a gang in jail and
1: like and get caught yeah. and be like, oh shit. I don't know if he's guilty of what he did outside the jail. Sometimes people hang With fucked up people I'm guilty of that I have seen a lot of shit Happen in front of my eyes That but, I'd be like Yo we got caught I would have probably Went to jail too Definitely So I can't really say He did it But it's kind of re-
2: Man play a nigga Mixtape man He's going to jail Unfortunately That's how it's gonna work a Free ticket. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's God. all
1: I'm saying
2: That's some silly ass shit Don't man Don't free niggas Who shoot niggas in the face <laughs> Yeah I'll that's like some silly ass shit boy, Now um
1: Jaden Smith though Yeah let's talk about that that's, that's Bringing that's water filter, uh, that. Water filters to Flint <laughs> you know, you're basically saying, look, all y'all motherfuckers talking to the game, all this money shit, but y'all ain't doing Elon shit. Elon Musk did
2: some shit too. Yeah, Elon Musk definitely did some. But shit Elon that Musk shit has
1: uh, ulterior motives in this area. He's trying to take one of the plants well, that GM gave up. Will Smith that is going to be the president. So that they Donald Trump, Trump kind of facilitated into, you know, what I'm saying, helping him do that because when you put the terrorists some shit, and they had to swap around to move plants and shit, it leave a lot of open space for so the developers to come in and be like, yeah, we'll take this off. Why America.
0: is Flint water still fucked up, man?
1: Cause they're trying to get everybody out of Flint so they can redo that the whole yeah, city. Yeah,
0: just, just trying to gentrify that
1: bitch. They're much. trying to make that bitch like some sort of industrial city. I wouldn't be surprised if they just demolished that bitch and built the Amazon headquarters and Elon and, and the Tesla shit and just called it a day and just said Flint was strictly a plant town. No no residential
0: nothing. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see that, man. It's just, it's just it's just getting ridiculous now with this shit, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? they just, like, Niggas ain't trying to fix this water or nothing like that, man. They ain't not trying to do
1: shit. No, they're man. definitely not trying to do that. They're really trying to wipe that look. It's, I think it's like, an like a social experiment. Like, let's see how this works if we do this and do that. Yeah, that's some crazy yeah, shit. Shout out to Jason Smith. I mean, Jason. Jayden, Jason you call Jason
0: Smith. this nigga Jason Smith. Jesus <laughs> No, shout out to Jaden Smith for sure. Um, this Momo shit.
1: Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't, oh, I didn't, I didn't buy into God. that. I didn't buy into that shit either, dog. I, I mean, had a feeling like it was just like dog. So they're saying this this thing is hacking videos and just popping in and saying stuff, and it's like nigga, that's, that's, I don't believe that's that's it's far fetched. So what it was was it's a sculpture like from a Japanese art gallery or something that's been like,
0: destroyed years ago.
1: He just destroyed it just now. Oh, they just destroyed they, it just now. They had okay. it on exhibit like four or five years ago, right? And then somebody took a headshot of it and circulated in a fake um news um websites in Venezuela and South America and all the other shit. And it caught fire down there three years ago. And then it went away. Then it comes back and it, it, like the power of social media is really, really, really strong it's dangerous. nobody's even gonna read the article it's or dangerous. do the back work. It's dangerous, though. I was watching the up.
2: news last night or early this morning and uh they got some little five year old kid who called the police cause he seen the shit on on YouTube. And then they had them, They had the little police, the little kid come down to the the dis
1: dispatch yeah. and shit. I'm like, Dah. so the thing is, come on, there was no Momo hack. No, the, the rumor got restarted, and what happened was the YouTube creators, people that's doing videos. They were making videos about Momo because that was the thing, the harp on the And they were getting money off of that bitch. So, (laughs) what YouTube did was say, look, we're going to demonetize that shit. We don't see any hacks, but we do see a bunch of people with the videos, so we're going to demonetize that so they can't make no money, which encouraged them to say, you know, stop, just stop doing the videos altogether. So, the hack wasn't there, but the videos from the aftermath was there, which was enough to make it think that it was actually going on. With and
0: it was robot. like motherfuckers that was making their own Momo videos with the, with their own yeah, voice
2: yeah, and shit also like, that, like if you want to go watch a Rugrats video, I can title my video Rugrats if I want to.
1: Right. Slide in a Momo, little joint. Yeah, which is what they was doing. Yeah, so, After they heard it, the rumor was going back around. But prior to that, there was no hacks or anything like that. Nobody was busting through ads or.
2: I know this shit was fake because this it's on the internet, and this is the first time I've heard about it. Yep. So I know that's because I'd a, have been heard about
1: it. It's it called the Bird Lady or something like that. It was a sculpture like a chicken. The bottom half was like a chicken body, a naked chicken body, and the top half was just that head. It was a sculpture for some some place Talking
2: I was telling people to harm themselves. And- it's just a bunch
0: of bullshit, man. Then like, you know, people sharing this shit. Like, you know, make sure you watch your kid. I'm like, bro, like, why do y'all so keep like, fucking
1: doing this? For me, it's like this. When you share stuff. Before you share stuff, read, read the fucking read the article. article. Read the date. And read go. the look at the website. Look at the yeah. website. Go Click on way, the link. Click go on all it all the way to the bottom where it says. Hey man, I'm gonna shout. I, I, I don't want
0: to put my nigga out here, but my mo Tizzy man, you you one of the main corporates of that shit, dog. <laughs> like you keep posting shit, bro, on there, and i will be like, bro, what uh, the fuck are you doing, man? Like this nigga.
1: That shit be for like five the, years. I'd
0: like, be looking at Tizzy. I'm like, Tizzy, like, damn. The bro. one I really <laughs> hate
1: would be like a CCW laws uh, re, revised. You can free freak. Something about either weed or, or guns. Yeah like was like yeah, uh, free, September 17, 2014 free, to 15. Like, free bro.
0: Thought Project and all that other yeah, shit, man. I just be looking just like, yeah, like, hey, name, like dog, like, y'all got to stop doing that shit, man. Because what like,
1: you're doing is you're putting yourself into it, fr- like, you making it to the point where nobody. You
0: stress, you stress yourself the fuck out over this shit. You're doing it's, the devil's
1: work. It's yeah. a psyop, and, you, and you're actually making it worse than yourself by attacking everything they get. That's why I, I always tell my wife, I be like, listen, I know you a very empathetic person and you love a lot and you're really concerned about what's going on in this world but your timeline on Facebook needs to reflect a more happier situation going on because they know the algorithm collects what you like and what you comment on so they know that they can manipulate your feelings throughout yeah. the day by showing you certain posts and my wife's timeline is always full of dead babies and uh, women out on the street and
2: Like that, Don't keep pu- You can't put that energy Out yeah. there all the time Yeah and when
1: you're on it A majority of the day And that's all you see Your emotion for the day Is always down in the dumps Like you know what I'm saying They Type know that Type in Momo
2: on YouTube And to see your shit Don't be Momo For the next two yeah. weeks
1: Yeah, yeah Your
2: recommended shit and you know what's so wild Every time it's a recommended video Or some wild shit I go click on it And I look at the comments And everybody was like Was this all in y'all recommended shit <laughs> yep. It was some rapper Who shot himself, shot his homeboy With a vest on and mm. shit. Yeah
0: that shit was stupid I seen that shit too, but not like I, th- I like my shit right now is basically like uh, old WCW stories and shit like yeah, Kevin Nash, Ke- Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan been beefing S- and shit like that. Sports, man. My
1: idiot friends, and then my Apple News shit that I go look at. Yeah, that, you know like what I'm I don't... all over the place. She
0: hey man, fuck shit. you earlier, dog, for that uh, <laughs> for for the shit, man. with talking about them furries and all that other shit, man. That shit
1: was funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I try to tell in my timeline to where it's things that I enjoy and things that make me laugh. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to train my brain. Hey man,
0: I'm like this too, man. If you over there, if you over there complaining about your baby mama, talking, about you can't see your kids. I don't want to see that yeah, shit. Yeah, because
1: man. you you actually train your brain when you when you post stuff and you it's certain like seeing notifications pop up on your screen, like your brain is releasing endorphins to make yeah. you feel good about seeing that kind of shit. So when you in there and you seeing all this sad ass shit, it's it's literally changing your mood to be sad in your subconscious, and you don't even know it, and your day can go bad off the strength of, you know, a few bad Facebook posts and it don't need to be like that. Like you need to check in, see what you see, check back out. You know what I'm saying? Because if you if you overwhelm emotionally, then you shouldn't be on there for so exactly. long.
0: Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like like well, people don't understand, dog, like a lot of this depression shit come from fucking social media. Yes. Yeah, like nigga, like, yep, yeah, you gotta check out that shit sometime. If you gotta if you gotta if you gotta shut if you gotta temporarily shut down your page for a while or some shit like that, do that shit, man. Like yeah. especially Facebook too, Facebook be the
1: worst. If you find yourself having to feel like you wanna save the world every day, if you find yourself feeling like you wanna hate everybody for the day, or if you find yourself feeling like you lesser than everybody, like bro, you need to get off that shit. Definitely, man, like smoke just, and mirrors.
0: It's, it's all smoke and mirrors, man. Now, uh, you want to do one more topic before we dip up out there? Yeah, one, let's which one? let's, let's, look, let's look hop to on to some
1: you. shit with, with Trump real quick. Um, Speaking of Trump,
0: dog, he did he did it again.
1: Yeah, he Chick Fil yeah, A. Yeah,
0: many 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 fries.
1: Many 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 French fries. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I the, love uh, them all. I love them all. So I don't know. I think I did touch on Venezuela last week, or maybe I didn't. But Venezuela has like a some sort of crisis where basically the president that's in there says he's legit president, but the U.S. And the CIA don't want him in there because they want the oil from Venezuela that he's not trying to give up. Thanks. So they're sending Brazil. They're having Brazil send, quote, unquote, aid to Venezuela. And CIA people was going, you know, they people that they paid off, mercenaries or regular people, whatnot. They're burning the aid at the border to invite some sort of civil unrest in Venezuela. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> the president is fucking America over. American shit. Now, Russia is like, yo. Y'all better leave Venezuela alone before we park our motherfucking tanks and 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 bombs in this bitch. Not even
0: Russia, nigga. It's Russia too, but China as well.
1: China's everybody wanna take stakes. So Russia, like, look, we'll park our shit in here if y'all don't get the fuck out of here. And the US is like, well, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? We entitled to this shit too. So it's like We entitled to steal their shit first. Absolutely. So (laughs) it's a big ass trade-off between America trying to put their people in power in Venezuela. And Russia and China trying to have their people in power in Venezuela, and then Venezuela itself trying to say "fuck all of y'all." We don't need your help. We just want to work with y'all like normal countries do, and that's not working. Like they people, like Venezuela, uh, they they're in a fucked up predicament. Like they're not—they burning aid at the border for whatever reason, which means that niggas is in there starving like North Korea. Nah, Pakistan and India is at the at the fucking border about to go to war with each other too. They got fucking, um, they just recently had shot down, Indian shot down two Pakistan jets and they're moving tanks to the borderlines. They're both nuclear powers and it could be just some potentially fucked up shit between um, the two of them. So that's something to keep your eye on because anytime it's a, a war going on, you have to think what, what interest does that serve the United States? Like, you know what I'm saying? What, what pool do they have in that? What is the, what, you know what I'm saying? Like what? What would affect us? Do we have to side with somebody? You know what I'm saying? If we do side with somebody, who sides with the other side? And if they have somebody backing them, you know what I'm saying? And Russia's already telling the United States, like, back down. This ain't your fight. You know what uh-huh. I mean? We've been getting told that a lot recently. You know what I'm saying? We still got the conflict in Syria. It's still things with um um Iran and the nuclear shit going on. And even back home, like, Donald Trump has no support from the Republicans. Like... <laughs> Like twenty former Republicans and like eighteen that's in the House right now was like, bro, stop this shit, please. You fucking it up for everybody after you. And Trump don't care because he didn't really never. He ain't gonna be in this bitch. He too was long. yeah. He wasn't meant. He didn't really think he was gonna win presidency. Yeah. So, so
0: he about to he about to he about to finish. Your that's shit what
2: off. this man was saying. Why he was on stand yeah. last week? You're like, we didn't think we was gonna win this shit for real. So mm-hmm. we never a- we didn't stop the deal with Russia because like nigga, we was just trying to get our shit off of Russia. We didn't think we was gonna actually be the president.
1: No. Biggest bombshell for the day for me, I don't know about for y'all, uh, is the Prime Minister of Israel is getting indicted on corruption charges. But now, that, that,
0: that's the same motherfucker who got. Um, that, 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 Benjamin, Saudi, that was
1: Saudi Arabia. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu Net- was on. Netanyahu. Uh, this is important because. This <laughs> <I> nigga <don't laughs> been know, the man for how long? That too, but I don't know if everybody knows that. Um, Basically, Israel has the United States by the nuts. They've been having by the nuts for the last 30, 40 years. Yep. Basically, they Israel has Mossad agents they send out in the field. They be around high-level politicians and businessmen in America and around the world, and they get to do compromising shit on film, on camera, so later on they can say, look, either you do this for us or we put you out there. Uh, a name's going to come up again, Jeffrey Epstein. He's a Mossad agent. You know what I'm saying? Like They pay him to have to take people doing shit. And that's yeah. the high president. And they blackmail.
0: You're looking at that shit too much. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching. But they, yeah. black,
1: they blackmail a lot of people. And that's how a lot of times you see Republicans and Democrats like, yeah, we know this, we that know that. Phone microphone is recording. Right. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, know, they know this and they know that. But they'll never, you never see um, politicians push in a, a fast manner to put somebody else out there unless it's during the campaign. And never really push to do that shit when everybody got their office seats because yep. everybody <laughs> has secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And no, Israel knows a lot So anytime Israel make a move Oh we are gonna bomb Syria We are gonna do this do that America we have your support right Well, America we America have your support right we support Yes Israel. You, you, we, have, we, we, we support you
2: When America stop supporting
1: Israel Hell will break loose
2: Facts Like on some On some other
1: shit on, Yes On, on some, some other, shit, other shit On
2: some big other shit
1: When they stop that yeah. Then you be like alright Pack this shit up Nah I'm gonna tell y'all what's crazy So Trump um, got bailed out by some some Jewish guys back in like. Do the y'all 80s. know the president can't go to jail? Yeah, you can get a piece, but you can't go to jail. Yeah,
2: there's no way the president is ever going to prison so unless he do some like some world crime. He shit.
1: dealt. He he had a deal for these Jewish um, mafia. I think it was the Kushner's. The Kushner's paid for him to get out of some sort of bankruptcy deal back in the eighties, and he was indebted to them. Yeah. Now, flash forward, the debt that he paid back was letting the Kushner son marry his daughter. Now him, the Kushner dude, the Kushner, Jared Kushner and Trump's daughter. The Kush guy? Yeah, the Kush guy. They're, <laughs> actually, Trump's daughter is next up to be in the World, the world Bank or International Monetary Fund, whatever, uh, Treasury. She's up next to be considered for one of them spots in one of them, you know, the world banks.
2: You ever seen Ring of Power?
1: But friends mm-hmm. in high places, it sounds like. So that's what they're doing. Like, Trump is indebted to the Kushners. The Kushners are a mafia, Russian mafia family or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And they're just swapping motherfuckers around. Mm-hmm. But what what we're not seeing is they're basically selling us out to everybody else yep. for a business move. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is what's happening. Like, corporations have basically own the world now so, so this is
0: your uh what the fuck should we pay attention to
1: yeah pay attention to everything on the backside like fuck donald trump and this racist border shit read the actual articles with him going to court read who these people that he deals with are connected to you know what i'm saying like your daughter's married to a russian mafia family you know what i'm saying like these are the same people that bailed him out for 80 90 million back in the day
2: it's the reason they mixing them bloodlines yeah and they the want to keep it yeah. the same family the same bloodlines who've been in control since the ancient times, mm-hmm. are the same bloodlines and the same families mm-hmm. in control right now? I just sent you a link to that to that because that's what made me think of.
0: Yeah. yeah. Also, my thing is, I want to say what the fuck you pay attention to. Just start paying attention to the music industry more because you're about to start seeing a real big shift in how things operate right now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really starting to see that right now. Like, a lot of this, I think, like a lot of these deals and all this other shit, like, I think a lot of this shit about
1: to die out in a minute. We think it's about to be a song by song basis. Mm-hmm. You know what
2: I want? I want motherfuckers to be consumers again. Agreed. Like, I want music people to be consumers Agreed. again. I want, like, technology people to be consumers again. Like, oftentimes, I hear so many in- via on YouTube, Internet, because I be in different tech blogs, music blogs, and shit like that. It be so many conversations about the music business, the industry, the like. We just everything. not talking. We not talking
0: about the music that's being I'm like, made.
2: fam, you are a consumer. You don't have no stock in this company. <laughs> like, what are you arguing about?
1: Speaking of stock, thank you for mentioning that. For everybody that's listening right now that's interested in investing, it's an app called Vest, V E Z T. And I don't know if y'all ever heard of day trading artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the place where you go to day trade. So every the publishing rights for certain songs are up for grabs and they want to get funded for a certain amount of money. And for that oh. amount of money that you chip in, you get a percentage back, you know what I'm saying? The royalties. So some song that like Mary J. Blige might got a song on there that she trying to get 30,000 for, and you might contribute like 500, you know what I'm saying? And you get a certain percentage, percentage back. of that royalty. So if you have, you know what I'm saying? My suggestion would be if you're an actual music lover and you have money to invest, start a business and LLC it and have that as an investing company because you can, anytime it's a gain or a loss, you can write it off on your taxes if it's a risk involved in your business. So you invest in this shit, you pro up. And if you don't pro up, you know what I'm saying? You write it off and Get you it back. lick your wounds and you come back again, you know what I'm saying, the next time stronger. But Shop Talk
2: Podcast LOC is about to invest. Yeah, because yeah, basically what you yeah. want to do is
1: you want to invest in all the people that you listen to. Yeah. Straight up. like you That's know what I'm when, saying? You,
2: when people don't know how to buy stocks and shit like that. Go yeah. buy some shit that you use and, and that you're familiar with and you know.
1: They have another app. I forgot the name of it, but I was going to use Robin it myself. Hood? I forgot, but it's basically like instead of me buying sh- uh, interest in your song or shares in your song, I'm looking for someone to fund my song. Mm. So now I'm saying I need four thousand dollars for this song to put it where I wanted to be put. Uh-huh. And if you help me with this, I'll give you X amount of percentage. It's like of the
2: Indiegogo for
1: music. Basically, it's like a yeah, it's like an angel investor site for your music and shit. And you can you can do the terms. You can say you can have the the percentage forever or until you make double your money back or however you want to do it so
2: GoFundMe used to be
1: yeah so linking up with those two investing in artists and getting yourself invested in you turn that shit full circle and eventually you have money to you know what i'm saying the money become it generates itself and goes back into you generates itself goes back into you know what i'm saying like it's like a circle and other people are basically funding your shit with their royalties, you know what I'm saying?
2: Uh-huh, it starts uh-huh.
1: all small. Maybe you got four or five people, but as you g- gain catalogs and build over time, when that money comes in, you just put that shit towards your shit, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And that shit come out, and you just put that shit towards that, you know? It's just like a circle. Huh,
0: that's interesting. All right, let's uh, go ahead and do these shout outs, man. Um, also,
1: hold on for the shout out. Yeah. Also, <laughs> when you got shit like that, that's leverage, you can take that shit to the bank. You can be like, look, um, I'm a holding company. Sierra. Course yeah, exactly. I'm a holding company. I own these amount of songs and percentages. It's valued at, blah, blah, blah. And the future it should look like this. I think I'm good for $50,000 in loans. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to start like a regular label like that. And it's like, cool, because now if you don't come through with that, we got money from what you owe, I mean, what you own, and that money is residual. So even if we don't recoup it at first, over the next five or six years, it'll we come gonna, back we gonna, in. We gonna get it back anyway. Yeah. So, so, yeah. There, you, there
0: you go. All right. Um, Talk to my next stack, though. This is uh, Sushi Flow. Oh, that's my shit. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, uh. Me and Hunter
1: told this bitch up.
0: So, you you, know, you you did do this beat, too.
1: Me and the Hundo Man.
0: Oh, yeah. Y'all nigga, niggas like incredible. That nigga, niggas like a cold ass dream team when kind it comes of to beats and shit.
1: But, uh, yeah, go ahead, nigga. What you got? Um, shout out to Cloud Catchers, of course. Mm hmm. Shout out to What the Fuck Did I Miss? Shout out to my voice being raspy right now, like Ludacris and Bia Bia. Yeah, nigga took the um. I'm gonna say shout out to shout out to everybody that's creating in Detroit, man. I'm 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 Thanks. just liking like the whole everybody's going for theirs right now. Like, we
0: kind of we kind of in the renaissance right now with this music. Yeah, shit, because
1: man. the dark, you know, what I'm saying when when the economy is depressed and fucked up and mentally and strained and shit, a lot of good music comes from that. Like especially on the revolutionary side and on the ignorant side, because both both are being embraced. It's the side of people who's like, man, fuck it, we just go party, live it up, and then society's like, we need better. Mm-hmm. and they both making great music from both both places so I, I appreciate that yeah
0: definitely
2: uh, shout out to all the creators man shout out to all the podcasts out here man if y'all don't know uh, the month of May is Urban Podcast Month so that's coming up uh, all across the country it's not a Detroit thing uh, May is Urban Podcast Month so shout out to all y'all and uh shout out to all the dope photographers in the city dog man.
1: shout out update
2: yeah definitely man updated been uh been killing it lately
0: dog he been at the game been at the pistons games and shit, shooting them bitches like crazy and Something. shout
2: out the shop talk podcast studios when you see the blue and the black you know where you at and, uh, and, uh, book, some time. book some time
0: god damn it uh couple couple shout outs for me uh shout out my nigga rt um Yesterday was his birthday and shit. My Happy nigga, birthday, my nigga turned thirty-two. So shout out to my nigga RT. Shout out to DJ Sad Real man. Shout out to the playlist that I'm on called Get the Bag Smart March Madness Edition. You can find it on Spinrilla. Um, shit, I'm like number, track number seventeen on. I'm actually in a good spot because it's like sixty or seventy tracks, man. I'm like my shit's like up there right now, among among like you know all the other shit like Blueface and all the other shit and everything else. So
1: also didn't know Blueface Cash money. Yeah, Cash crazy. money West. Yep.
0: So that's crazy. Um. Shout out, uh
1: stitched, sh- stitched up,
0: stitched up, definitely. They, I definitely gotta highlight them. Stitched up, Lumiere. Yep, Lumiere. They got, they got a lot of shit going on. Um, Shout out, get genius. Yeah and also man Shout out to man, Like you said nigga Everybody that's been making all, make, Making music and shit like that Man shout out to Lana, Lana LaDonna She sent us some shit That's gonna be fire um, that, That's gonna be Hopefully dropping soon Shout um, out
1: to uh, Pilot Life Ross Yeah oh that nigga Been working man He been working And we got some shit dog We done did like Probably four songs In the last two weeks dog And all them bitches be fired dog
0: Oh and, um, yeah and I, I, Ross if you do hear this shit nigga uh, Paper about to come out In like the next Two or three weeks nigga um, Shit we good to go We good to go on A lot of shit with that man And um I'm a debut you know what? I'ma debut paper uh next week. I'm gonna debut it on here. And then I'm officially drop that shit. We're gonna do it like that. Um, but yeah, shout out to y'all, man. You know, we episode three. It feels good to own some shit, don't it? Oh, hell yeah. So you can do whatever you want with Exactly. It. So yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to all the fans, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we starting off slow, man. You know what I'm saying? we getting like 14, 15 plays a week and shit like that. But it's gonna pick up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we a new podcast and everything, you know. We just trying to get this shit moving. But shout out to y'all. We're
1: gonna get some merch too, so do some giveaways, man, yeah. so we can kind of, you know. Um, give y'all some incentive.
0: Yeah, exactly too. Like we gotta get a lot of shit going too, man. But like just like I said, man, just 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 buckle up, man. Sit on this you know what I'm saying? Just ride with us on this shit, man. We're gonna have a couple of guests this week. We me and G gonna discuss that shit throughout the week, man. We might have one next week. We might not. I don't know. That's why I forgot to hit up. We'll talk about that shit later, man. Yep. Matter of sure. fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see that nigga here. But yeah, uh shout out to y'all, man. We uh get at y'all next week, man. Yep. Bitch.